the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School 5.0, where real talk is our vernacular. Said that Marvin Gaye did witness his father dressing in his mother's clothes at the age of 12. You sure that wasn't OJ? <laughs> Come on. It was, in, it was in the OJ story on ESPN. Yeah, he found out his dad was uh, San Francisco. Yeah, right? yeah, his dad was like a cross-dresser. And uh, having, having a man, he came out and he said his dad... You better look this shit up before, before you put that on the show, Jared. If we <laughs> say some shit like that, we get canceled. Allegedly. No, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> I mean, OJ. I like how he just threw that word in there to make this shit. It's okay for us. No, well, allegedly on ESPN, they said OJ was kind of upset at his father because he had came out the apartment, whatever, with a robe on and be a man behind him. And he was pretty sure they was having butt sex. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. Well, let's go ahead. And start. I'm not OJ. No, let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on Twitter at Hipster. Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash highscore510. Uh, if you like the show, please share it, subscribe, rate, review, and uh, yeah, tap in with us on our socials. Aside from that, we are here with... Uh, this is AG3 uh, coming at you faster than... People changing Wikipedia articles, writing bullshit in Wikipedia articles. Everyone loves a good comeback story, right? Seabiscuit, The Mighty Ducks, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Rocky. Yes. Kim Kardashian. Kim. Well. Well, in the video, she gets she gets come on her back, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That's back when this dude was actually a decent person. <laughs> when he was still fat. He was a decent person. Then when he first lost the weight, just in time to be Star-Lord, it was like, okay, he still got his fat boy personality, nice guy, married yeah. to Anna Ferris. Then all of a sudden, he just becomes a self-righteous dick. <laughs> Leaves his wife and kid who's a little, you know, kid is a little sickly, don't say shit about his kid with Anna Ferris. So, oh man, this woman, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Get with her big-headed ass. Come on. She looks just <laughs> like the Shrivers. Every Shriver. If you know Maria Shriver and all the Shriver family, mm-hmm. they're like fucking sticks with big-ass heads. Come on. I think they designed mash sticks to look the way they look off the Shriver family. Hopefully he, he realizes he's being a big douche. Capital douche. And we are here with... Everybody's favorite truck driver and uh, lot lizard connoisseur, Captain Peepfuck. Coming at you like a uh, pharmacist crushing medicine. Is that what you're doing right now? You always it sound like you sound awesome. like you sound like you're in a tunnel, in like a, t- a tunnel with uh, what is it? Floodlights and they're getting ready to bore a new hole in this in this tunnel. <laughs> it's not like he working for Elon Musk Boring Company trying to bore a new hole through Vegas because the one in L.A. didn't work. That motherfucker dude. I mean, this nigga here, Elon Musk, big old fraud, man. His trucks don't work either. <laughs> Come on. Well, here's your sound bite. 
don't have no privacy around here. Emma, Emma, please. It's not what you think, Emma. We was just loaded. You can go slick. I know this black-ass nigga around here, you please. You close the goddamn door. Everything I did, I did it because I love you. Don't you feel the same way about me? Love you? Bitch, you got to be crazy. Love the I like, I like how he got caught in bed with the chicken so he can't have no privacy around here. <laughs> yeah, God. That's my God. that's my dad right there to a T, by the way. <laughs> that was uh Black Sisters Revenge, 1974. Yeah. You, you ever seen that one, Pedro? Yeah, I, I'd seen part of it. I sent this to Jared and the group a long time ago. There's <laughs> another one he sent to me that yep. I was probably too. All hard. this stuff. Yeah, all this stuff I sent to you. You know, Jared, Jared, you know, Pedro, hey, Jared, we're going to have to have a special episode where we do our tier rankings. You ever watch the tier rankings where it's S tier, A tier, and all that? Mm-hmm. That all started with the video games. That all started with stuff like Super Smash Brothers, where people are ranked characters in a game, right? Yeah. Like who's S tier to top. But for some reason, over the last like seven years or so, it's blown up to people who rank everything from books, from certain authors to characters and shit. All yeah. of it, right? <clears throat> Hold on, Aaron. Check your um. You coming in kind of like it's taking on in, like mainly your low frequency. I don't know. It just sounds low and kind of. Uh, what, which one should I be moving? I don't know. All right. How about now? How about now? Am I sounding clear? Am I sounding steady? What am I sounding? That sounds a little clear. Keep. Aaron, Aaron, you sound like Greg Knights. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about now, Jerry? How about now? That's a little better. Maybe I need my headphones. Let me get my headphones. Turn, me, turn my headphones up. I said Maybe. turn them up. Pedro's making all that goddamn sound when I was talking, too. How I all sound right. now? Because I got headphones in now. So I won't pick up all that shit Pedro was doing. Yeah, I, was, I was moving the computer around, too. He was making a lot of sound when I was talking. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, yeah, that sounds a little better. Yeah, so yeah, I is the noise cancellation that's running your yeah, audio I think, through. Well, what I was saying about the, like, the tier list started with, like, I believe Smash Brothers and video games. And then it just expanded. People does books, Arthur's books, or certain Arthur like like favorite books. Uh, where it is? Wait, what like, kind of Arthur? The one that's played by the little British dude, or the no, the, no, the you know I can't character. pronounce that shit well. <laughs> you know I can't pronounce that shit well. You know exactly what I mean. I can't pronounce where, that. Where can I find your favorite? Where Where did you discover some of your favorite Arthur's? And what what place did you go to to go? Susan B. Arthur. Uh, uh, where did you go to to read their books? Did you ever go to that place that has a lot of books? Come on, man. You know I can't <laughs> say that shit well. But anyway, we should do a tier list with Pedro's black exploitation films. We'll make a list so that way we don't because there's too many black exploitation films, and we'll have Pedro rank them S tier, low tier. You never seen tier list, dude? Look this shit up, tier list, because you could do it on your computer. It's very nice. Whatever you look up, you can get all the thumbnails down, and then you drag them. And people will do a tons of videos on tier lists. Okay. Just like I'm gonna do I might do a special tier list on you and Adarius best arguments. Adarius is not here because um he's the king of misunderstanding. All right, and my name is Jared, aka DJ Hart with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. And actually this the soundbite was meant for Adarius this week, but here it goes. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. In news this week, Glenn Kuyper, he decided, fuck it. I don't want to be part of this losing franchise anymore. (laughs) And 
proceeded to say that he enjoyed his stay in Kansas City for the barbecue and the Nigger League Museum. <laughs> <laughs> he has since been suspended. But uh, what do you guys think about Glenn Kuyper and his inability to say the word Negro versus Nigger League Museum? Maybe it was a different museum. Maybe maybe he didn't <laughs> go to the Negro League Museum. Did anybody ever think about that? I think maybe he went to the the Nigger League Museum, which is basically it's a museum of all time black bulls, right? <laughs> and who does the best cockholding? Maybe that could be a thing. That really could be a thing. I really enjoy how Dallas Braden is sitting there, just like yes, so tight, like tapping his tapping his heart. He's like, I love that place. <laughs> I love that place, man. Reminds me of my hipsterness and beard. Uh, I feel like Dallas Braden, although he is from the 209 in Stockton, on the side of Stockton that he grew up on, he definitely uh, threw that N-word around a little bit. <laughs> he, did. he had no reaction to it. He's like, yep. No, I, I think this was a fraudulent slip. Yeah, I, I'm agree uh, it's, it's, Yeah, it's a fraudulent slip. How many times do you think but, he said nigger? Because it flew out real quick. Oh, well, he says nigger all the time. He, he's probably watching news. He's probably watching Fox News. He's, he's watching Instagram. Maybe he watched uh, a lot of the booty shake and the bad comedians on Instagram with all these uh, new uh, television. They're trying to make a lot of a lot of the Negroes try to make their own television shows on uh, reels and TikTok. So it sounds like he's a connoisseur of all yeah. all things niggerdom, yeah, and uh, he would obviously go to the. Nigger League Museum. Yeah. He, he, yeah, prime candidate for it. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it was a fraud incident, but he. I'm sure if you go to the neat the Nigger League Museum, you'll see like uh, that teacher that was the BBC slut wife for you. Shane Diesel's probably in there. I just think that he went to a different museum that he was sharing. He went to have barbecue. I mean, what what do you eat after going to that Nigger League Museum that has Shane Diesel and all them? And it's nothing but barbecue. Ain't nothing else to eat, right? Yeah, I can see that being the case, I suppose. I mean, I this, would too. Well, if I'm, if I'm hanging out with people like, let's say I'm hanging out with her, Lisa Ann, and all the ones who just love them some brothers, like, what else I meet afterwards? Hanging out with them at the Nigger League Museum. I'm going to eat barbecue. So I, I don't think it's a 40 no. slip, Pedro. I think you just tell them where he really went. And everybody else is tripping. First of all, um, if he had Arthur Bryant barbecue, it's overrated. I had off the bar barbecue. That shit tastes like water. There's no flavor in it. <laughs> then it got two franchises. I was, I was so happy. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna try this Arthur Bryan. I remember I stopped the truck at this big shopping center with Arthur Bryan in it on the way to Kansas City, drop off a load of uh, uh, broccoli out of Dallas, Texas. I was so happy. I was like, oh cool, this Arthur Bryant's big old Parker space with this big ass truck right behind it. It was nothing to write home about at all. So maybe he felt like he needed to say niggers for lying about that damn barbecue. <laughs> that could be a reach, but I, I, I'll, uh, I'll add, add it to the list of potential uh, excuses for the man. But uh, the A's have since suspended him until further review. Uh, I guess my question is, do you think that this is a fireball offense or non-fireball offense? I don't know. I mean, they can handle it any way they want. That's their job, I think. I'm fine with just a suspension. Yeah, I don't, I don't want people losing their job because they use the word nigger. I, I'm done with that. Because then he gonna blame. He's like, I lost my job because of niggers. Niggle, 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 niggle. 
Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah that's all, that's all one. And the problem is, I bet you not a single black person is watching this shit live. <laughs> right. It was Oakland A's versus Kansas City baseball game, middle of the fucking week in the early in the day. Nobody was watching that shit. Look at the stands behind them. Nobody this, was in the stands. Glenn Kuyper is the, he's the commentator for who? Or the A's? The, the A's. A's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's trying to be like your boy out of uh, Cincinnati. I was hoping that he had low blood sugar, and um, that's why he sl- had to slip up, you know, like that Oklahoma announcer who yeah, blamed his on. diabetes and Blame low, diabetes low blood sugar <laughs> for being racist about a high school team full of black girls. I was like, oh, my God. But no such report has come out yet. I think that Glenn Kuyper deserves potentially another chance. But um, we got to get to the root of like why it just came off his tongue so easily. You know, I just it just seemed like he said that before. Like he's run that word through his head a lot. Taking tests and stuff. Learning how to say nigga. He already has bad luck to begin with because he has to sit and watch the goddamn Oakland A's play. <laughs> like, I mean, the suspensions really. That's what relief, speculation was that he was hoping just that they would just terminate his contract. <laughs> You know, I didn't know he was the Oakland A's commentator. No, oh, he's, yeah. He's probably been around a lot. And y'all, y'all say niggas around a lot of white folks anyway. So he just had a Freudian slip. Niggas won't mind. No, but with the, it was the ER. There's a lot of people that say nigga. Not, <laughs> he really, he, he, <laughs> he took the R put the and put it in a totally different part of the word. In a row together. So, Negro uh, Nigger League. <laughs> Nigger Negro League. To get your ass kicked, you know you made it. In news this week, according to Reuters, a 41-year-old Dutchman identified as Jonathan Mayer has been banned from donating semen to clinics after fathering between five and 600 children and could be fined basically $100,000 per infraction if he continues donating sperm. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> What's the laws behind it? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Is he donating sperm out of his garage? If he's donating sperm out of his garage, yeah. Is he using different names every time he goes? But they get a tingling all in their nuts where they nuts get bored. I'm asking the question. Is he using is is he using different names every time he goes to the sperm? No, he is he he is very much just a consistent, constant donator in Dutchland, Netherlands. I guess that's Netherlands, right, Aaron? Well, don't yeah. doesn't yeah, 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 Netherlands. The, the the European population. There's no no such country as Dutchland there. The Deutschland. Deutschland <laughs> is how you say Germany. Oh, it's confusing. Now, uh, why are they complaining and giving this man any flack? Why the European population has been on a downturn? Well, they. That's three decades. They argued that uh, Myers' uh, continued donations violated the right to a private life of his child of his donor children. So he's like becoming notorious. Maybe that they're going to be like, "Oh, you're the you're of that dude." But uh, also, uh, whose ability to form romantic relationships uh, are hampered by fears of accidental incest and inbreeding because he got so many kids. Like he ain't got that many it. damn. Obviously, yeah, he five hundred there. Five hundred kids. <laughs> That's the sperm bank fault, not his. Yeah, that's what they, I'm saying. I don't they know can take his shit out of the rotation. That's not his fault. <laughs> not only that, that's the same thing that happens in the black community. Down south, they, down south, they do it the regular way. It says that he has continued to uh, donate abroad, though. So the Danish sperm bank, uh, Cryos, which operates internationally, he's still donating to there. But yeah, um, could you guys see yourself, you know what I'm saying, being the... 
sperm donor father of five to six hundred children. Wouldn't that be like beautiful? You like oh. repopulating. <laughs> you could have say, man, you could have an entire conference of, of football teams, Aaron. College football teams. <laughs> nope. See, I ain't one of these fathers. So I'm glad you know we ain't got the fathers, fathers on the show anymore, especially in time for playoff fathers and NBA hand job time. Oh, because I ain't like one of these other fathers that be on this show or taking after the success of whatever the fuck your kid do. Right. Not to say you don't have a part in it, but that's their success. Like when my niece plays college basketball, I ain't got shit to do with her. Yeah, I play hoop with her. Yeah, I ran practice with her. Whatever she did at college basketball is her on doing. Just because I play with her, they have shit to do with it. Mm-hmm. Only way I'll be happy is if they pass some law where they don't get to know who their father donor is. That's the only way I'll be happy in that situation. I mean, what's wrong with the goddamn spur banks? I don't know. I think well, I think people also get to choose, like they can choose like Hey, I like the this person's, you know, saying physical attributes and specifics. Um, so I think maybe he's just a handsome, regularly handsome guy that, you know, saying hey, just, like they can't find other six ten dudes in in the <laughs> Netherlands. You know what? He might be a short motherfucker, Jared, because you know their their height dropped for like the second time in the last like couple of senses. They're still <laughs> considered the tallest country in the world, but mm-hmm. they're dropped, right? We're like, remember how I argue out here when you're like trying to tell me and you and uh, pal try to tell me how Steph Curry's just like a normal person. And I'm like, dude, he's six, three. That shit ain't normal. Right. So the average height for a man in America is like five, ten and a half or some shit was considered average height or something. But the average height for the Netherlands was like six, five or six, four. It finally dropped to like six, three or something. And it might be because of this motherfucker. He might be a short Netherlander. And then maybe he's out there impregnating half the women or yeah, half the, he's half fucking the it women all that up. got kids on the Netherlands uh, soccer team. He fucking it all up, man. Those some fine ass women on that soccer team. He fucking it up though. Well, he fucking up. That's why they're getting so short now because of his ass. Well, in other news, the Brat and Jessica Judy depart have chosen what? their what? their sperm donor. Oh yeah, yeah. And they chose a white man. A lot of the men have thrown away any type of verification. To prove that they dick belong to you. The reason why was because (laughs) the only black option to quote, look like Jiminy Cricket. I'm piloting the pussy. See, y'all got to be a pilot over the pussy, y'all. Y'all got to be the pussy police. That was hilarious, dude. <laughs> and once again, the problem of the sperm banks. That was hilarious. Problem of the sperm banks. Look, I tried to donate sperm in college. I didn't have a lot of money and shit. I tried to donate after college. Didn't have a lot of money and shit. Was like, hey, man, let me just donate some sperm. The fucking sperm bank rejected me twice. Mm-hmm. Twice. College graduate. No health issues back then. You know, six feet tall. Athletic build. Things like that. Nothing. Nothing rejected me twice, twice. But some of these dudes, I know I have a friend. I'm just gonna say this: he a lot shorter than me. Probably gets viewed a little different from I've viewed. He's donated hundreds of times. He's white, so it's kind of fucked up, man. I feel the brat. I ain't mad at him. I feel it. Like they said, they finally let a black dude in. He looked like Jiminy Cricket. I'm sure that they 100 correct. They're like, we can't have no kid looking like this, and that's the problem. The sperm banks are fucking racist. I wanted money. 
I didn't have anything to do not to donate. They could have took my fucking donation. And back then, it wasn't even big money they was giving. They was giving like $75 or some shit like that, right? You can can you you think you can get a present a house bill in California that'll get you uh semen reparations money? You know, I need some semen <laughs> reparation money. You're right. For every year that I didn't have a kid. Every year that they didn't let you donate at least seven times, you know, whatever. Seven times a year. Multiply that times 75, and I want my reparation. And then I want to, and it has to be more because I want punitive damages. I don't want them judging people by their race or anything else again. Always trying to shut the white man down. Come on. Because here's the thing. They should take the donation, right? Take Mm -hmm. the donation and just be like, okay, you know what? This ain't going to be our high-end donation, right? (laughs) He like that lower shelf at the the weed dispensary. He's like, we got this uh, six-month-old outdoor. It's a little brown. It It was outdoors. Yeah. Kind of looks like like oregano off the bush. (laughs) This is right at my wheelhouse. uh, Because I have a uh, daughter or daughter-in-law or family, adopted family, um, that did the exact same thing. You just explained that so shittily. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, I got a... I, I mean, it's so like, what, yo, you got a daughter. Yeah. You got a daughter who's married to a woman. I mean, I don't know Not how married. you make that shit so yeah. awful. Ain't nobody married. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> All right, it don't matter. Know. His daughter has a partner that's a woman. <laughs> right? Now, his daughter, I'm explain this shit a little better than he just fucking tried to explain it. His daughter, his daughter was married to a man, had two kids. She get in this relationship, a long-time relationship with her partner, a woman, right? And they wanted to have a kid. So it wasn't the daughter that carried this child. It was the other uh, lady, right? It, yes, it was the studman. Here's the thing. Now, the other kid's daddy was like one of them high yellow brothers with light eyes. Yeah, right. mix, mix, basically a mixed island uh, cat. Uh, he was an island boy. An <laughs> island so, boy, yeah. So he was a mixed island boy. He had light eyes and shit like that. So they wanted this baby to have light eyes too. So they know they can't get some sperm that look like Papa P, right? Right. So they had to go out and they got him a white dude to give, donate the sperm. Which mm. makes me feel worthless in the world. <laughs> Well, that's what the sperm bank did to me, Pedro. The way they do black men, it's kind of disgusting. Yeah. I was in a college town in shape. Yeah. Everything going for me. <laughs> we got to work on this bill. We got to so called good hair. So called, well, people thought I have nice hair. Full <laughs> set of hair. Hey, Jerry, they denied me twice, man. What well, these niggas rationing out, dick? All around the world. You know what? You can you can fight for the next generation, so you can be like that. Uh, Fuck the, the next generation. You can I be the lieutenant money. governor. You can be the dude, the lieutenant governor. Uh, North Carolina tells all the other young brothers that can donate now. They got to pay reparations to you. It's like AG three gets some of your money from that from that donation. Nobody want to have no nigga kids, I guess. Really, nobody want nigga. Kids. I remember. I remember my wife was afraid that our child was going to turn out black as hell. <laughs> Remember she said that. I said, I hope this baby ain't black as hell. I don't know why you I let you nut up in me. They gonna make you slap somebody. <laughs> we was at the movie theater. We went to go see uh who was that? I remember this. Gaft. No, with uh Queen Latifah and Jada Pitt. Set it off. Set it off. Set it off and met just the theater. And this baby was in there, a girl, this this hood, some hood rats was in there. Took brought a newborn baby in there. And she took the cover off that blanket. And the, the lady was dark. 
dark skin. And she took the cover off that blanket. And that baby was so black. How the hell is a newborn that dark? <laughs> I remember Joy was pregnant. She was like, oh, Lord, I please hope I don't have a baby like this. Why? Why? Fuck you. Damn. Oh, I hope I don't have no baby like this. Jesus, please. I can understand it from that point, but it's still like, man, it's, man, is black man, what is black man sperm worth? <laughs> what is, is it? Well, there's Nothing. a difference between black man sperm and Pedro sperm because those are two oh, that's so, Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really, yeah. You, you don't want to <laughs> have no baby by me. That, the baby going to come out like y'all seeing a couple of shows back, like a grown ass man. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna have a have a Newport Newport cigarette in his mouth and a Kangol hat on when it comes out, and a, and a driver's license, <laughs> and, and a and a DVD of uh, P.D. Weestraw, the sister, the, the devil's son-in-law, watching uh, Black Exploitation film in the womb. DVD VCR combo in the womb. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some reparations for AG three and uh, all our black men so. who are being s- subverted by the system. Uh, you yeah. want to know what systemic racism is? This is had a bill. I had a bill to pay. Yeah, didn't donate yeah. sperm to pay it. Sounds like they were treading on you, Aaron. You know, not allowing you to, to you know, to exercise your fundamental. That's human why I rights. hope you guys get y'all reparations. Reparations, man. Because we ain't getting no reparations out here. Pedro. They lost your fucking mind. That's Gavin Newsom just trying to look good so he could get reelected. What the fuck are you doing, man? I, fuck reparation. I need to stop motherfucking stealing my catalog converter. That's that's that reparation. That's the only reparation I need. You can go find out who you need to get some reparations from if you go see the museum that uh, Glenn Copper went to. Nigger League Museum. You probably find all. It's like, I need reparations from all these motherfucking stealing catalytic converters. Uh, they, they probably got a catalytic converter ring in them. <laughs> they, they got a hall of catalytic converter uh, thieves. Uh, the hall of catalytic <laughs> converter thieves. In other news, the godfather of AI, Jeffrey Hinton, left Google to be able to speak freely against the fears of AI. Him and a growing concern base of, what is it, uh, developers and other AI scientists are warning of the looming catastrophes ahead if we continue on the path. What do you guys think about the growing expansion of AI? I'd like to be the first to tell you guys, we got a Carl Jr. in Buckeye, Arizona with AI technology in a drive-thru. I just read that on the news. And what does uh, that technology do in the drive-thru? Hey, okay, that technology gets your order wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order, please? Yeah, I just need a burger, man. Would you like some fries with that? No, I'm all right. Are you sure? They cooked to a crispy golden perfection. Yeah, man, I'm sure, all right? Perhaps a soda. You know we're doing salads now. A lot of people don't expect that from McDonald's. Chunky chicken salad. Look, man, could you just give me my damn burger, I? Right? So I'm not afraid of the one at Black Eye, Jared. I'll like, tell you that for So sure. that's, like, that's like the low-end AI that we get over his life. I hope AI kind of stays in that like kind of comical realm of like, look how good this is, but it just keeps kind of fucking up. Because yeah. what they're speaking of is far greater existential threats that AI can lead to, or just in general... Um, societal and social power threats that it can also induce beyond like the sci-fi like it takes over everything and you know skynets us or some shit like that or the matrix type shit on us ag3 what do you think of jeffrey hinton the godfather ai leaving google so he could freely speak out he wasn't having a problem with it when he was cashing them checks (laughs) he had no problem with them when them loans and checks came in on time he was cashing them checks every two weeks. That was probably, I guarantee it, his checks was probably about 
every two weeks, probably about forty to thirty thousand, or probably fifty thousand after taxes were taken out. He didn't have no fucking problem then. He probably yeah. had no problem during the pandemic when he was working at home. Had yeah. No problem then. Now he got all the problems. After you built this shit that's fucking up, now you have a problem. Man, fuck you, man. What about your boy Elon Musk saying that he wants to build a new AI model? He feels like he's late to the game. That is not woke and will allow him to say the N-word and other slurs. That's fine. He can build all he wants. Shit won't work. Half the shit he touched don't work. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not one of these idiots that think he started Tesla, right? You know, there's a bunch of people out there that think Elon Musk started Tesla or design. There's someone, one person told me that, that Elon Musk developed the technology for the Prius. And I was like, man, Elon Musk was working at a fucking <laughs> stupid ass boring company. And you see how many rockets he, he, he had? They said they talked about how many rockets of his to get one to finally go, how many exploded. Yeah, and he's also killed a lot of monkeys in his uh, Neuralink, which is gonna, yeah. it's gonna bound to happen. But they're saying they're rushing shit, and it's like unnecessary deaths is ha- was happening. It's unnecessary, man. Yeah, he, yeah. So if, if Elon Musk build AI, he, it'll be worse than what Pedro experienced at the Carl's Jr. and Buck. He, he wants to build the AI that can make it to the Nigger League Museum. <laughs> he won't even make it there. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even. He would. He he would build AI. So it would say Nigger League League Museum, and the shit would probably say... His AI will come with high cholesterol and diabetes. (laughs) Exactly, dude. He's going to have the first AI that will lose a foot. He's going to the first AI that will call 911 because it's suffering a heart attack. (laughs) If you listen, help! Yeah, they even have the first AI that suffers from erectile dysfunction. I'm impotent, man! Can't even get up. I mean, like, man, I can't even, man, we can't even get this hydraulic pump up. <laughs> Elon Musk can't build shit, dude. He, he probably built AI that would tell that all it'll do is just change Elon Musk's Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> AI is to make it the most glowing Wikipedia page ever uh, about somebody. Probably it probably say like you change other people Wikipedia and say that Elon Musk invented <laughs> the peanut or some shit like that. Uh, Elon Musk ain't shit. The only people that's worse than Elon Musk are all these these trampy ass bitches that had kids with Elon Musk. They're also part of the problem. But some of them might have had had kids with them before he turned into the megalomaniac he is now. Maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe they did it for a, a check. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, would I let Elon Musk give me a hand job at a sperm bank for a check? Probably. These men are giving dick away. The greatest things I was telling the sperm bank, I came in my own magazines back then. Come on. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to like yeah, them. You I have had a backpack. You have bushy, bushy tail and black tail? <laughs> I had my father's old magazines, dude, with the oil stain in it. Smelled like fucking motor oil. Father <laughs> poor magazines smelled like motor oil. And they were in black and white. I couldn't believe that. Pops had the saddest porn collection I ever seen. That's a porn collection for a man that's getting a lot of pussy on the side. <laughs> he didn't need one. He didn't he need like, one. I don't need this collection. I he didn't need one. That looked like That's... you know what? His porn collection looked like he was holding a magazine for a friend in the 1960s. He's probably holding it for one of your uncles. Right? Probably was. Come on, because yeah, yeah, because the uncles used to come over and they'd be in their garage when that Picard. That nigga had the saddest <laughs> porn magazine collection. It was two magazines. Yeah, That's stupid. That's a magazine collection for a nigga that's going out getting some. <laughs> 
Well, some of the reasons why they say it matters, there's a there's a few main con concerns that these AI experts, uh, developers, researchers, and regulators said, in, in, and shout out to Axios for this article, shout out to RCL2 for sending it. But um, there's the fear that there could be an increase in cyber attacks. And, and that was one of the things that Jeffrey Hinton went to is you can't stop bad actors from using it for bad things, especially once the technology gets to a point that you can just like anybody can access it and then start using it for nefarious reasons. So they said cyber attacks could explode. Um, AI, it's literally computer generated knowledge can, you know, knows how to directly interface with itself to change code or potentially hack things um, is a big uh, worry. So that's that's one that's more like that Skynet type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, another thing they said was scams sharpen. It can start to auto-generate just basically a bunch of phishing scams that can, you know, then be used to steal your information. So it sounds like basically it's doing everything the shit that we put up with. Already doing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically going to do everything that Nigerians is doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, man, the first two is like, man, we already got people. To, but this is but this is where they, they say, I guess, the efficiency of it and the the how it can sharpen to, you know, start to learn different people, users with your, like, as it is able to integrate your data, it can know how to, you know what I'm saying, you know, basically scam you or be able to just hack into systems. The third, though, is where it starts to get really interesting, in, in my opinion, that we have to worry about. Disinformation detonates. So propaganda articles being written by AI in this chat GPT that are, you know, not even, you know, actually sourced as in, in, in research properly could be just like fake articles but written um as though it is a person that is has a lived experience and has some kind of influence on people there was actually this really interesting an ai generated commercial going against uh, joe biden that came out by that the republicans funded paid for and they used the ai generated commercial to basically you know to attack biden here i actually got it hold on let me get it i'll show it to you guys real quick mm -hmm. even though i saw it this way i, I approve of this commercial <laughs> Just in, we can now call the 2024 presidential race for Joe Biden. The weakest president. This morning, an emboldened China invades Taiwan. Financial markets are in free fall as 500 regional banks have shuttered their doors. Border agents were overrun by a surge of 80,000 illegals yesterday evening. Officials closed the city of San Francisco this morning, citing the escalating crime and fentanyl crisis. Who's in charge here? It feels like the train is coming off the tracks. All right. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Man, it looked like a regular Republican commercial. I mean, I'm supposed to be shocked by that. The funny thing is the dude, when it showed San Francisco, and the dude that looked like he's supposed to be on fentanyl, that shit was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> it's like the city shut down because of crime and fentanyl. No, no, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen over there. Yeah. No, you know how much money? They, they will crack down if they need to over there. They're going to be experimenting with police drones. So just know... At a certain point, you started getting too all you fentanyl users and crime people that would potentially shut the city down. They're going to start killing your ass with robot uh, police officers. So anyways, there was that criminal they showed with the tattoo on the face. Was that a Mexican? <laughs> no, that was a white. That was a no. If it, if that's fentanyl, they're going to put into like a white trash white dude. That's what that was. It's a it, it's a white looking dude. It's a white looking dude that look meth out. Here you go. You see him right there. Look at he got tattoos all over he his got face. Tattoos so. <laughs> all over his face and a cigarette in his mouth. And he no might shirt be on. a little Mexican in there. No, no, there's no, no Mexican no, in there. No, that's no, that a is a Mexican. Dude. Look at this forehead. Look at his forehead. It says MS 13. It's MS 13. Come on, they put MS. That dude did not look Mexican. In sports news and sports, PJ Tucker. 
did something that hasn't been done since the 1954 and 55 season. P.J. Tucker had zero field goal attempts and zero free throw attempts in 37 minutes played. The most played without a field goal attempt or a free throw attempt in a playoff game in the shot clock era. What do you guys think about that? Wait a minute now. He had what happened? He had zero field goal attempts or free throw attempts in 37 minutes of playoff basketball. He's done this before. Um, I don't know why y'all, you made a big deal out of it uh, earlier today, Jared. Um, he's 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 had he may have had some attempts, but he did this last year in Miami. Want to say he did it the year? I think he did it in one of the bubble games. Basically, so he's breaking his own records. <laughs> yeah, basically like Draymond Green uh, against the Lakers the other night. I mean, he's doing you know he's he's an influencer. It's like like Aaron said, they they shoot him. You shoot a guy at a corner. So you negate the double team. Yeah. And then the problem is when he's going for the offensive rebound, he just set up the double team. Right. You got to have guys camping. And that's that's the lazy part about basketball right now. It's nobody. There's no motion because it's dribble, 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 dribble. Watch out for the three-point shot. And the teams that know how to penetrate or get to the basket, as you can see, or get a a shot somewhere in the mid-range, they're the only teams left. All those guys that's using that AI offense. <laughs> so A is what said AI. Where it's it's dribble, dribble, kick, 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 shoot three. And um basically PJ Tucker is a poster child of it in his three and D tactic. So it, nobody's knowing how to play basketball. So he's he's doing exactly what a lot of other players are doing now they don't if they can't make a move to the basket or whatever that, that's all they can do they either can defend or shoot a three sad place we in man it's a sad place pj tucker is always just he's he's a character to me i love i love how he gets in there impacts the game without impacting the game <laughs> in ways that like are like you know he's 37 38 years old still in the league like he, he is what he is he's what dylan brooks hopes he could turn into someday that's what dylan brooks you know what? Just ask PJ Tucker to come mentor you. Ask him to be your Udonis Haslam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ask him to be that old man who will teach you how to be just an agitator that actually uh, can play in the league for, you know what I'm saying, over a decade. Because you might not make it there, my friend. But anyways, what are some of your takeaways so far from the playoffs? And what are you looking forward to? Or what are some takeaways? We've seen some coaches. Coach Budenholzer got fired. Uh, Nick Nurse was let go from Toronto. It looks like they're going to find spots uh, to land uh, at some point. But um, starting to see some of the fallout from the NBA playoffs. What are some takeaways and things that you think some teams that have been, have been eliminated might need to do? Or um, what do you think are some uh, some teams that are right in a good spot, in a good spot? But also, what's going to happen in the rest of this playoffs? You, know, you asked about 15 questions. And, and what do you think about James Harden questions. going to Vegas? You had about 15 goddamn questions, man. When did James Harden go to Vegas? Right before the series. Yeah, it was before the series, though. Right man. before the series. Yeah. I mean, he bought out, what players do. He bought out the, the first game. Anyways, you know, what, what, what is your takeaways for the, for, from these uh, series? And uh, and the teams that uh, that, oh yeah, right, we're sticking to, right, Let me just stick to teams that still in it. Yeah, teams that in it. Teams that are still in it. You asked about five questions, man. You asked about a million different things, and then gonna get to sports and try to lump it into one fucking lump. <laughs> no wonder why Darius Darius is cussing you ass out today, Jared. 
Like you, try, you lump sports into one lump. We talked about AI and that stupid shit for a long time. <laughs> you played a stupid ass video, Biggie, that sounded like trash. I didn't know if, if it was AI, it sucked. If it was, I probably was shine in jail. That's what it sounded like. Shine recording in jail. And more than Biggie, if shit was trash, we talked about AI. You just kept trying to lead us on to talk more about AI. Went into shit about this and that, and then and then it and music and this, and then you're gonna lump sports into one goddamn big ass puddle. Uh, I'm just trying to. Yeah, you gotta do a better job bringing in sports than this. I'm just trying to get my opportunity to make it to the Nigger League Museum. All right, so way out. What do you what are you looking towards the uh, rest of these playoffs, Aaron? What yeah, what what are you seeing? Uh, you know what? I was hoping the series, the series that I expected to end. The problem is when series are like expanding, like all right, let's take for example the Philly versus Boston. Boston had a chance to put Philly and bring today, and they play like idiots. I see bad coaching. Is what I see. I see coaches. I see, but I don't want to blame the coaches because we hack when the league has great coaches who are great at like creating systems, calling plays, creating game plans. The fucking players don't listen, dude. They don't want them. What do they say? Oh, I want a coach that I want somebody played in the league, even if he was on the bench, even if he was this and that. That's how I'm respect them. We, 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 the league, the players have gotten rid of the new players, the player problem empowered movement. Has gotten rid of the coaches who, like I was telling Pedro earlier today, I miss people like Bill Fitch, Lenny Wilkins, who, even though he was a former player, Mike Fratello. These guys could coach, man. They were great coaches. And they and the players back in the day allowed people to coach them. Now these players, they want the they want the guys who are former players. And we're not seeing the X's and O's. But that's why the playoffs, I'll be honest, they've they've been predictable. They've been a tad boring. Right. With a couple of games here and there. And that's exciting. Like uh, we've seen to player to coaches not call timeouts. Missoula had a chance to win the game before going overtime. He didn't call timeout, left it in Jason Tatum hands. He did some bullshit, held on the ball way too long. It ends up in who hands the worst shooter on the court. Marcus Smart breaks the shot. We go to overtime. In overtime, once again, chance to win it. Boss at 15 seconds. They're down by one. 15 seconds left. James Harden made a dope three. Down by one. They don't call timeout. 15 seconds left. They push it up. They run their normal set. Jason Tatum's holds the ball way too long. Gets double. Drives. Gets double. Kicks out. To who? Marcus Smart, the worst shooter on the court. Time runs out. They don't even get the shot at them off. Game over. These players don't want to be coached here. I'm seeing bad coaching take place in this this playoffs there's a lot of bad coaching and it's not like the coaches out of it were good too i mean there there's some good coaches but it's just like when Kyrie and kevin durant went to new jersey right or brooklyn whatever the fuck they call it now the nets and they kept saying well we really don't need a coach these players really believe that they really mm-hmm. believe they don't need a coach and they really don't take a lot of coaching nowadays and it shows the game shows that's why these sets are fucking boring. That's why I go to college basketball to see players actually run different shit, to see players run off screen, to see teams actually run plays for people, to get certain people in certain positions. Yeah. Not just, oh, I'm isolating get to get to my spot. No, no, we could we could get you wide open to your spot. The the days of coaching is gone, man. The big surprise in the playoffs is like you said, Aaron said was uh Milwaukee. And the way that they um, 
lost or the way, you know, it had, some of it had to do with injury. I believe if Giannis played all the games, Miami doesn't make it pass. But there was an opportunity, there was a hole in that series where he did get hurt. And I had, that was one of my cutting quarter shout outs of these stars just crashing, just crashing the rim so hard, just being mm-hmm. reckless going towards the rim. And then on the other side of it, I, w- I like to talk about Jimmy Butler, how he's just out there, just it shows you the strength of a man that that wants to play basketball, the love <laughs> basketball that does everything. This guy is going. I agree. Jump shots in the in the key. You know, he's taking the big shots. He's defending. He just has the heart. If you have the heart to play it, and you have a little bit of talent. It takes you far, but if you have a lot of talent and you got the heart to play, you can be great. A lot of these guys, I see, I, I can definitely see, like they don't have the heart. They had the heart, and then you know they use a little bit of wisdom. We would have some great series, but we don't have that anymore because of the culture. The I think you're seeing this the 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 fruits of the seeds that have been born out of what you could say the the player empowerment movement, player empowerment movement to some degree. But also, like, what what feeds that is, like, a lot of these, like, whether it's AAU or club, t- whatever club teams that you're playing on, like, the sports, these youth sports and these 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 feeder systems are getting more and more money put into them. So a lot of these young dudes are starting to get more and more praise. Like, they'll put in the hours and the time to, you know, in the gym to improve their skills. But there's so much being invested in them and people, you know, kind of coddling them. Even hearing about you know athletes, student athletes in college, Aaron, I'm sure you had some some uh, interactions with that. A lot of these people are, are are the best people in their little towns or in their you know one of the best players always, and they get they get a lot of like they get treated in some ways like royalty. And I think we're starting to see the fruits of that labor over the last 20, 30 years, where players aren't having the heart for the game the same way maybe they had it uh, 20, 30 years ago. Um, well, Gilbert Arenas, Gilbert Arenas, just Patrick Beverly said it. Patrick Beverly just came out and said these players don't love this game no more. Yeah, because they see them. They they, they see the glitz, the glam. They see the, they see the money. They see the resources being invested in it, and the fact that they're kind of being like told like you're the best player. So they they have a certain air of entitlement or belief, which can be beneficial in some ways, but also um, I, I do think it changes the the mode and thought of like why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? What am I um, what am I getting out of this? And and if your motives change. You know what I'm saying? Jim Butler, you know, we know his story was, was he had a tough upbringing, homeless, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you saw he kicked him out. Yeah, he's really hungry. But, you know, there's other players who had rough upbringings too that, you know, had to do it. But I think that we're starting to see more and more on a, on a frequent basis players who just, yeah, they don't love the game the same way. Which, yeah, they're coddled. They're coddled all the way through AAU. They get, already got the money in. Well, AAU is all the way now. Like, it's, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. AAU is like you play AAU till you go to college. Right? That's what I'm saying. They're coddled and they're paid. Uh, at six to well, college. Yeah, they're coddled. And here's the thing. Patrick Beverly said best. Half the players in the NBA don't love basketball. That's what he said. Half the players in the NBA don't love basketball. Yeah. And then you, you see that way Jimmy Butler is treating, treating fools under the basket in the post. You see that. Yeah. As well, he's, he's, he has more will and more strength more want to than most of these fools. They don't want they don't want none of that action because they ain't from the streets. They from the AAU coddled system where they get to ride uh, electric hummers 
and Teslas. Yeah, and even in, even in the uh, in college, they get coddled. They get some of the best, you know. Yeah. They get taken care well, of. Well, now, yeah, now they can get yeah. away by going to. Now you can see the difference. No, yeah, but even even like in my time in, in school, like they they got mm-hmm. the best. They were getting the like, you know, some universities have less to give, but they were they were still given the best materials that the university could afford, the best facilities the university could afford. Yeah. And 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 they got priority on housing. They you know, if you were, you know, like Cal get a priority housing. No, but I'm saying shit. at other universities, it can play a different. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're going to Kentucky where they built a whole new dorm, exactly. and, yeah. but they put kids in there so they. That way it doesn't break any rules or laws. It's, so, yeah, there's so other there's regular like 12, kids in there. There's 12 regular kids to go with the 12 Kentucky basketball players. And most of them are, are basketball managers or something, right? There, <laughs> right? Yeah, you throw a couple managers in there and then the rest are like... Uh, you know, you do, you do, you do like, in fact, there's like a lottery for it. So it's like you people who can tutor them. And- <laughs> well, no, no, it's just a lot. It's a lottery. Probably some donors, kids and things yeah. like that. But it's supposedly yeah. a lottery to make it legal. It has to be a lottery system, but they have a 24 hour chef, things like that. But that's like SEC schools, right? That's like schools like that. Yeah. You're going to pack 12. They're, they're not getting that much advantage, right? Yeah. Um, other than just you know now that's the reason why name image like likeness was so important yeah because but they, not... they do get catered meals during camp they get like you, you get you, catered meals only during season yeah you get catered meals you got whatever you get good clothes you got some nice athletic wear as a college on, student man. aaron aaron you said you went to spend the whole trip i dressed better before i started wear. working i know that was a problem I'm, and i'll but, be honest I'll be honest, I dress better before I start working with them because they give you all that gear and it's like you you got to practice every day. So you didn't want to wear your clothes. and didn't have to change. So after a while, I just wore the fucking gear almost 100 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Like and it got to the point where I realized I wasn't even buying clothes anymore. So, I mean, I mean, there's trust extra me, money from I'm with you. They get coddled. <laughs> I don't know why you complain about not making seventy five dollars for some goddamn sperm donations if you got free clothes. You know how much I had to sell. You know, I I I did some illegal shit and sold some of that shit back to Nike Town. To be honest, untouched, unused, because they give it to you fresh from Nike. It looks just like it would if it was in a store. Yeah, you swap it. No, you don't have to swap it. Tell there was no allegedly. I did that shit. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I lost my receipt, but you know, I didn't want this. Nope, didn't even have to say that. Didn't have to say that. Still in the package because we we get it from Nike, still in the packages. I'll just take the shit back and they just take it back and they just scan it and they get, yep. That was back before the days and they'll still give you cash for shit. Or I would trade it in for stuff, other stuff I wanted, other gear because you get tired of wearing the school gear all the time, right? Yeah. Like that's the only thing they give you. They ain't give you like no fucking Jabot shirt. Luckily, Nike had a deal. They bought out LL Bean at one point. Mm -hmm. So we did have these nice ass LL Bean bags. Yeah. But other than that, like you you get tired of wearing the same shit, right? Yeah. Like after a while, you're that's not the 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 spoiledness doesn't really happen. That's the first time you aren't spoiled right and that's that's my thing a lot of players are skipping that and going to the g league like lebron is about lebron Bronny J- jr is about to go to the usc signed with usc officially yesterday right mm-hmm. and it's like cool he's about to have a college experience a lot of other fools don't understand that co- they don't i mean the college experience is when the spoiledness i heard like, his nil yeah. is about to be like well oh, nil is kind of fucking that up a little bit <laughs> you know, like five because right? they can because they can afford some shit because back then what i mean that is the one place where you got humbled until in a NIL, right? You mm-hmm. go there, you have to be a college student. Yes, yes, yes. They feed you during the season, but that's only one fucking meal a day. 
And if you're living in the dorms, you're eating in a dormitory like every other, you're in shitty food like every other college student. Yeah. And sometimes that kid of food was good and sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes yeah. there was a week where it was the same shit for a straight week. I yeah. swear to God. Right? So there's sometimes where it, it's good and sometimes it's all bad. Nah, but still, you gotta, you ain't gotta use any of your swipes to get into the cafetorium to, you know, get your food. You can cater. That's always nice. But I mean, it was like one meal, and it was after yeah. practice. And I'll be honest, sometimes players skipped it because it was like, it was just like, especially when they're in their apartments, because it's just like, man, I'm tired of eating this shit, or I don't feel like rushing, taking my shower and then rushing, because it wasn't like the the catered meal was right there on the fucking court. You have to go to it too. Yeah. And for us, it was up at the football stadium, so it's like, God damn, we gotta go all the way up to the fucking football. So sometimes I skipped it a lot of times, like. I don't feel you like sound like an entitled nigga complaining about like I don't feel like going Let me to tell you, free food. There was days I skipped days I skipped it. I was at home Pedro. eating fucking a Snicker and Doritos. I get Fuck. you, I get you, I get you. It's not the same. I mean, yes, are they catered compared to some college students? Yes. Are they catered compared to the NBA? Fuck no, not even close. Oh no, yeah, it's not the NBA. By, by far not. But they but they're but they're giving a lot. Um another thing that I noticed though is um a lot of uh uh, pissing me off type of refereeing going on just the <laughs> game flow being interrupted and, now, and, why and are you probably, noticing this now when i've been bitching about this no, for no, the last I, all season i've all agreed season. i haven't watched back like all right so for me i don't really watch regular season basketball very much at all like i watch it like on the holidays when it's on put the, put the nba christmas games on we'll season. put that on or you know saying whatever then why are you bitching now when i've been complaining about this all because season? because because now I'm having to deal with it and watch it and see it in playoff games where it's like, hey, like these are some of the best athletes in the in the world. These are some of the most talented, skilled uh, practitioners of the great sport of basketball, except for Boogie Cousins playing in Puerto Rico, even though he's the third best center in the league. But, um, you know, more or less, like these are the best of the best. And we keep. It's you know, it, it makes me feel like a Republican. There's too much oversight going on. During a basketball game, there's too much uh, uh, government control. There's too much referee interference going on where you can't just, you know, see the game go. So that's something that's like starting to like frustrate me a little bit. Let these guys play. Let these athletes and their different styles and different techniques play. Stop bailing motherfuckers out when they fall down because they initiate contact and then they fall over while knocking somebody else over in the process. I just don't get it. It's, it's The game is slowed down. I want to see these guys up and down the court a little bit more. I would like to see, like, the two different styles be able to play. And, you know what I'm saying, one style shouldn't be, oh, that style gets fouls pretty much on wheel versus this other style doesn't get fouled on wheel. And I'm talking about the Lakers and the Warriors in particular. Yeah, you got to drive mm-hmm. the basket to get fouls. Mm-hmm. Jerry, you can't shoot jumpers. I'm not, no, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that the it's Warriors. It's like the Sacramento Kings. I'm not saying that the Warriors. The mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that the Warriors haven't, haven't mm-hmm. deserved extra free throws. The Lakers <laughs> are getting a shit ton of free throws for doing shit hey. that is not fouls. That's all I'm what, saying. What's, what's not fouls? If you, if you run through a nigga <laughs> chest, and he's there, and you fall over, and he falls over. Or if you have a subtle bump mm-hmm. as you're moving, and yeah. then you decide to put up a shot after that, that doesn't All affect right. your shot, and you miss it, but they wait to see if you make it, and they're like, oh, well, he normally probably could make that, so we're going to blow the whistle. It's like, no. Sometimes it's incidental contact, season, and you got to stop calling all these bullshit fouls yeah. and fucking up yeah. the game flow. Jared, if I bump, if my black black ass bumps you and you go into the rim. Is that a foul? Going to the rim, yeah. Yeah, then that's guess what Draymond Dream's been doing? Hacking. 
No, 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 no. I got a late. It wasn't even Draymond. They didn't call. They didn't call. Why they stopped playing? It was like, y'all don't see this. I know I'm talking about Laker fans because y'all ain't talking about the real. You sounded worse than anybody else. You didn't watch a single regular season game. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment we end the show on where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I was watching the Philly, Philly Boston game today, the game that, that, that Boston uh, totally blew. And James Harden bought out this playoff series, which he normally doesn't do during series. Um, after the game, you know, he bought out one of the, the former Michigan State or Michigan State uh, students who was paralyzed. He was part of that shooting. When that guy came on campus and did a mass shooting at Michigan State, John Al, he 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 was at the game. He's paralyzed now. He's in a wheelchair. And after Harden hit the game on the three pointer, the crowd was all hype. And Harden took off his game 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 worn Adidas, and he said he said he was a special guest and gave him the shoes. Right? I mean, I think it's a nice gesture that James Harden would give a guy who's paralyzed and in a wheelchair for the rest of his life a pair of game shoes. And I'm willing to bet. But that dude who's paralyzed and in the wheelchair the rest of life will put more steps on those motherfucking shoes than lazy ass, fat ass James Harden ass. He will put more work with those shoes than James Harden. Because I subscribe to the Patrick Beverly saying when he said at least 50 percent of NBA players don't care about basketball. Right. He said they don't put in no work. They don't put in effort. He said they just skillful, just like what Pedro said. All this has been added to my cutty corner shot. I have written down. All of it's added to exactly what, what, what they said. When Pedro said, Anthony Davis just skillful, not hard, skillful. And I agree. There's just skillful. There's not, we don't have a lot of players to heart. So he says 50%. I think he said, I'm being generous when he said 50. I'm with you. I wish you just went ahead and set the number higher than that. I wish he would have said names. I wish Patrick Beverly had the heart to say names. Do what Jimmy Butler did. He said names and said, give me the hell out of here because they don't care about playing. They don't want to work. They don't do this. They don't care about playing. What did Jimmy Butler do? Take the worst players on Minnesota, players that were just there to be practice players or get cut, and ran them against the starting five and said, I bet you I'll beat you with this team, and did, and then proceeded to curse everybody out and get traded the next day. That's why Andrew Wiggins wasn't as good as Harrison Barnes at that time. Exactly. That's why Cat wasn't as good. They were coddled. Look, for the rest of you fans, rest of you fans who sit there and don't have a problem with the game, that pull a jerk and don't have a problem with parts of the game until it affects your team, I've been screaming this shit from day one. Just know that. People that don't have heart. You know, uh, I was watching the Bill Burr interview, and he said one of the greatest things that happened to him this year was his team not making the playoffs. He said because he had no dog in the race, he really just sat back and enjoyed the the NFL playoffs. He said, I sat back and enjoyed the NFL playoffs because the Patriots didn't make it, so I didn't care. And he said it was a much different viewing experience. And, you know, I I was fortunate enough to learn this at a young age. 
like, oh, I really like sports and I want to watch it. If I get too invested in one team, too high, too low, I would go super high and low and be disappointed. And I didn't want that anymore. I ruined the baseball playoff series a year ago because I didn't want to watch it because the Dodgers got beat and I was pissed and I'm like, I'm not watching it. And I probably missed some great games. I don't want to do that anymore. So this Cutty Corner shout out goes out to James Harden for giving shoes to a paralyzed guy, especially some game worn. I don't know. I wouldn't want no funky ass shoes, right? But it's a nice gesture, I guess. So I got to say that. And this also goes out to the uh, John Al, the, the the victim. May you find peace and hopefully people will generous and, and you know, and, and, and thank you for being a strength and continue to show and, and, and power through life. You know, power through life is something that you didn't expect, but you're powering through, you're doing your thing. And I want to give him a special cutting corner shout out. And I will say this, but I do believe you'll get more work out of their shoes than James Harden did other than game times. And that's it. That's the end of my cutting corner. When your legs don't work like they used to before. You cold, Jared. That's a cold piece. That's a cold <laughs> shit, Jared. Did you see that? Did you see that? That, uh. That DJ at a wedding played that for a woman in a wheelchair. That's <laughs> fucked up. Come on. That's dude. fucked up, man. Oh, so I thought your joke was going. That you No, get- I wasn't going to go there, yeah. man. I wouldn't put two and two together. I said he was going to get more work out of them shoes than James Harden. Yeah. Well, no, times like that. That's what you insinuating. I'm insinuating that James Harden legs don't do no work. Hey, Joe. Do you have a cutty corner shout out? I do, and it goes to these NBA owners to think, um, well, you know what? We need to change a voice. We need to fire championship coaches. It's only a few coaches out there. I understand Budenheiser made a lot. Budenheiser made a bunch of mistakes in their series. I get it. But just like players, coaches have bad seasons. Budenheiser took Atlanta Hawks had a 60-win Atlanta Hawks team, I believe, one year with Al Horford, uh, Lou Williams. He was at the strip club half the time. And although they got swept by Cleveland, I didn't expect that team to make the Western Conference Conference Finals. I mean, the Eastern Conference Finals. I didn't expect that team. They they had no business beating. Who did they beat that year? They beat somebody in the playoffs, and I was like, whoa. (laughs) What happened there? I can't remember who they beat, but that was who? who Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. They beat. Somebody. I didn't think they beat anybody that year in the playoffs. I, they, no, they 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 made it to the Western Conference final. Eastern Eastern, Con- I guess LeBron and the Cavs. Yeah, but the Cavs swept them. They probably they probably beat a young Giannis. I think. Is that what? It, I don't, I don't think, think they beat anybody. Yeah, I think I think I thought they wasn't gonna make it out the first round. I know that. I was like, this is this is lopsided. I thought they would, but yeah. Anyways. But he, he shows that, you know, he can get you through a season. It's, he's been the best coach, regular season coach for a minute now, for a long time. We all see what Nick Nurse did with the hobbled Kawhi Leonard and some of his offensive play calls out of timeouts were, were excellent. And some of his play calls, he just doesn't have, you know, these guys are not skilled like Kawhi Leonard, but he did the best of what he, what he had. Another coach that got fired was uh, the coach of the Lakers. What's his name? It's escaping me right now. Um, so that's the last three championship coaches have gotten fired from their teams because the teams are making bad decisions or signing bad players. 
So they make the coach be the fall guy. None of these new players, they do not want to be coached. They want to, they want this all-star mentality. Like, Hey, let me, let me do my own thing. I'm gonna have to check out of that play because I, I, I got a good matchup coach. Let me do my thing. Let me do my, let me go out here and do my thing. Like James Brown once said, and the coaches are taking the, taking the blame for that championship winning coaches, underdog coaches are taking the fall for these athletes. i tell you what, um, athletes, why don't y'all go ahead and, and general managers, why don't y'all just go ahead and run y'all on lead? No, just go coachless. Let's see what, we'll see what happened then. Let's see what happened then. Y'all just do that AAU thing. Let, let, let them be, they Bill Russell's out there being a coach player. Go ahead and do that. This does have all these things be, uh, you know, how many, you know how many niggas gonna be fighting on the sideline? Hey, hey I'm gonna call. I'm gonna run. Oh, we're playing call time. for me. Keep them sorry for four niggas at the end of the bench. I don't want to be playing at all. I don't like them. <laughs> so let's do the let's do the player empowerment. Just keep that going. See how that works. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, Pedro. I'm not trying to hate on it. Cutty Carter, shout out, but just the name. They beat the Nets in the first round. And they beat a weak ass wizard team in the second round, Bootenhauser. That was when the no, Nets okay. had an old ass Kevin Garnett no, and a weak ass Joe Johnson. Thaddeus Young was in a starting lineup, a broken down, not able to do anything, Deron Williams, and somebody named Markel Brown. They also had Jared Jack on their bench and Mason Palmer. Let's go to the Wizards, who they won in the second round against, because you're saying they beat somebody good. Let's name who's on this Wizard squad. Uh, a young, young Bradley Bill, a very young and immature John Wall, and starting at three for them, a very weak-ass and old-ass Paul Pierce. Ramon Sessions also started. Oh, and Nene Hilario and Gortat. Marcin Gortat? I don't think they beat world beaters there. No, really. no, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. And then they I'll got swept that. by LeBron in the, in the final. Right, they got swept. So... I, I'll take that. I'll take that one. That that's true. But I it just they just had a good season. They, they coached that. Yeah, they had a good they, season. I don't think the Hawks team was that. Who was on the Hawks team? They had, like I said, they had Lemon Pepper Lou and Al Horford. I don't remember nobody else. Oh, on that Hawks team, let me see. Oh God, you're right. Their leading scorer was Paul Millsap at 16 oh, yeah. points a game. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Old days. Oh, he was, was on Horford, his way down. Nilsap, and George Schroeder, Teague. George, George Teague. Teague. Schroeder was on the bench, but he averaged 10 off the bench. George Teague. Did uh, he win six man Al that Horford year? averaged 15. No. Damari Carroll averaged 12. Yeah, Cal Corver averaged 12. They, yeah, they, had, they, they had six players average double oh, figures. So they didn't have Lemon Pepper Lou on their team? No, no, no they didn't have. Okay, Lou. so it's even worse. No, the team was worse than we thought. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, it was Cabo Cephalosha played it every yeah. game. But they were yeah. they they played they played well as a team and they were tryhards. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It seems like it seems like he's got he's gotta he can get you through the season, get you there. That, that's all I'm saying. And they just they just treated him like he didn't win a championship just two years ago. So they did the same thing with um the Laker coach. Who you can't name, so obviously he must have yeah. not been good. <laughs> Frank Vogel. Um, Frank Vogel. Frank he can't Vogel. name Frank Vogel. But <laughs> he wasn't to argue for Frank Vogel, but he can't hey, name I can't him. believe but, they would fire that dude that just won you a chip. What's his name? You know, dude, everybody who has a has a kid that wears a purple <laughs> shirt used to run real fast. Think his name, but you know. Uh, you know, you know who we're talking about.
My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to uh, Florida. Or maybe not Florida, but the response. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe also, not Texas, but Florida. Florida. Uh, there was another mass shooting in Texas, in Allen, Texas, at the Allen Mall. At least eight people did. The shooter did. AR-15 style. And in response, Broward County has said next year all students will need see-through plastic backpacks at schools from K through 12, pre-K through 12. <laughs> Which is crazy because not a uh, they don't uh, it's not like a, a pre-K kid bringing a gun and having a mass shooting. Well, there was that first grader who shot his teacher mm, last, yeah. this past year, so you know. <laughs> not funny, actually. But I don't want to get caught up in the in the in the, in the whirlwind of people being like, it's just politicizing it, bro. But it's like mass shootings happening a lot. Um in our country as a whole, we are United States, whether or not we're sovereign states or semi-pseudo sovereign states. We're United hey, States. Look, America is just here in Africa. <laughs> we still haven't had actual tangible like legislation just to like say we're going to make an effort to slow down this process on on a national level. Slow down this process of people having machine guns. I was thinking about it. I was talking to somebody last night about it. I said, think about it. Like, like if I was like, hey, man. Maybe because I also live in the Bay Area, but I live in a certain amongst certain people who have certain a certain community that has certain like mindedness to me. So I'm not saying that my 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 purview of the world or my experience should be expanded to everyone else and how they should feel or think. I'm not saying that, but I'm just thinking about like if if somebody's like, "Hey man, do you think you can go commit a mass murder tomorrow?" I'd be like, maybe I could be the person. I'd be like, yeah, I, could, I think I could do that. But then I'd have to think, oh shit, where am I? I need a gun or at least several guns to have a lot. I gotta go get bullets. Shit, logistically, that's a process. I barely like going to the grocery store, right? Versus, you know, maybe somebody. I don't know anybody in my in my in my community that I could be like, hey man, if you had to go commit a mass murder right now, could you do it feasibly without having to do a bunch of things? They'd be like, oh yeah, I could do that. I don't know anybody that could just be like, yeah, no, I could do that. I got I got the ammo, I got the guns, I got the I got the artillery. You know what I'm saying? If I really just lost it, I could just go do that. And I don't know somebody necessarily. Maybe somebody knows me that they can tell me and remind me. Maybe they went to Berkeley High. I don't know. But <laughs> it's just so interesting to see the different experiences in the world. And, I, and I'm not saying that my way is right to not, you know, be necessarily like an avid gun owner or like, you know, somebody that, you know, has the weaponry around. I don't need it necessarily versus somebody who might need it for different rings. But, but things. But I do think that just common sense would say, having military style guns with extra magazines that can shred people's bodies apart in a civilian setting accessible accessible there, there, there just needs to be something done and and, and governing children's backpacks in a county uh, having making them bring see-through backpacks. it's for other weapons too not just guns but like those type of token you know reactionary things that these these uh, places are doing is not solving the root of the problem. It's just reactions to the problem continuing to express itself in ways that is like terrible for our society, for 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 people and families and life. So for me, it's just like, hey, legislator, Congress, senators, sit down and like hammer out something that can make it to where we can potentially slow down this happening. Yes. If people want to get drugs, they're going to get drugs. If people want to get guns, they're going to get guns. But if it, in certain places, it's so easy to do it and you can show up at an outlet mall and shoot people or you can show up at a Piggly Wiggly and just shoot up people. You can show up wherever you are and just shoot people and you have enough to take out dozens of people, injuring dozens of people also. Um, 
killing police officers, being able to take out the people that are coming to try and hopefully stop you. Like that seems like a gross um, excess that we're allowing people to have to some degree, to some degree. We gotta make some laws that are gonna make a little bit more of an inhib inhibition to express that right. The same way you gotta get a license to drive, we gotta do something better. That's all I'm saying. And uh, pre-K backpacks being clear. Another problem is, you know how many of those backpacks are gonna tear? That plastic is not durable. In a hot, humid, you in Florida, you know how humid, those things don't breathe. You know how many, how much uh, uh, condensation and nasty mold's gonna be growing <laughs> yeah. in your backpacks that people gonna see like shit, you got mold and musk growing in your back. Man, it's gonna be embarrassment left and right. And the ones they showed on this new clip were little tiny backpacks that people would bring to, 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 <laughs> to concerts a sports and shit. Game, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what, 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 what is that? You can't carry no books in there. And this is, see, these are our observations. You, you get angry observing. later. No, and I understand. Look, look, look. Even look, when the Lakers had their window, I was a Laker fan. I wanted them to win it, but that was like I told you. I've never been able to sit there and watch a game and root for my team. And I, I've never been able to turn off my what is the real reality, right? Uh, and be a fan. I hate to say it. The the only the closest I get, I think, is probably the Dodgers, but baseball is so black and white, it doesn't really matter, right? Like there's not many things. I mean, it's I not mean, very black anymore, but it is definitely very white. Well, you know what I'm talking about. The rules are black and white. That's the only place you get the black bears now. You get the blackness is in the rules, right? And so I can't sit there. That's the only place. Well, football, I've always been that guy to call it how it is, right? If it's a hold, it's a hold. If it's a fucking PI, it's a PI. Even it's my team. Lakers, even basketball, I've always been that same way. I haven't been able to jump in and be a fan. That's why I struggle sometimes with around super okay. fans. Well, can you tell me watching games? Austin I didn't Reeves. watch this last game, so I can't Austin, tell you. Austin Reeves, the way he handles the ball. I didn't watch one minute of the last game. No, no, game. I mean, he's been doing it all season, but Austin Reeves, when he handles the ball, he, he knows he how to draw a foul. No, no, I what does I, he do every time somebody touches him? He he knows how to draw a foul. I'll it looks tell you like, this. It, it looks like he has back this? spasms the way he can throws I tell you this, Jim? Neck. He, he, uh, the, I don't see much difference between him and James Harden. No, right. I'm, I'm. I don't see much difference saying, between with Joel and Beat this year. Joel and Beat shot 14 free throws a game this year. 14 free. There, he led the league in scoring because he shot over average over 14 free throws mm -hmm. attempted a game. And let me tell you, he was flopping a lot. He was doing this. Is, I, and I, and, hey, and did I not you. complain about that? I I'll believe about you. That. I'll so believe you. I'm not saying. Look, Austin Reeves does the same thing. But he's not the only one, Jared. So I mean, like the well, thing, he's the only one that's pissing me off going against the Warriors because right he's now. going against the Warriors. But I mean, the truth is, this is what the fucking game is. Like when I was sitting there watching that game, that whatever game that was Thursday at rallies. One thing I'm just telling people, like, man, this is what the NBA is now, right? When Warrior fans are complaining about well, the, Warriors, the uh, Lakers well, call well, actually, or that call, the this Warriors is what the are NBA type is. Of team that actually the Warriors don't really play that style of ball. They don't play that. Style no, of they style don't. Of ball. But I, but they were complaining. The closest like, person that tries to do it is Draymond. Jordan, he kicks people in the nuts. Well, and Jordan pulled. Tries to do it sometimes. He'll flop. Kind of no, but he's out of control. They, they don't. He's out of control. He'll <laughs> flop. He's, out, he's, out, he's, he's already out of control. Three. So like we not. He'll flop on a three. But someone was like, "Hey man, I can't believe that." I was like, "This is what the NBA is now. Like you can't be surprised if you haven't bitched about it 
This is my argument. I'm not telling you not to bitch about it, Jared, but this is you're on a soapbox and I just play the world's smallest, saddest violin for you, because if you haven't bitched about it, this is my complaint. I've been bitching about this shit for years. And I've really been well, bitching this new, year. Now you have a new no, ally. No, I don't have a new ally. I want the allies <laughs> that's going to be standing next to me when we're watching fucking, when I'm sitting there and I'm watching Orlando versus fucking San Antonio in November saying the same shit. When I'm watching fucking uh, Clippers versus goddamn, uh, I can't even think of a, a Charlotte on, on a fucking December Tuesday in December or Wednesday in December. I want you as an ally then, not because your team and you feeling like they ain't getting the calls. I want the ally at the, that's what I'm saying. Don't try to make the stand now, right? If you was watching every game and bitching like I was, then yes. So what you're trying to tell me, Aaron, is that, uh, somebody lived less than because they didn't have what you have and they did it for you. Is that what you, is that what you tell me? Aaron? You, 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 exactly. you been fighting for <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, Pedro, what's your what's your take on the the refereeing and and, Hold and on, the dynamics? Boy, be quiet in there. Yeah. <laughs> the referee, the referees. Um.